Hey, everybody, this is Omar Miranda with this week's What's Your Problem? First of all, I want to give a shout out to all of you who wrote me to let me know that the past two <laughs> that the past two podcasts were a little too long. I do apologize. Typically, I don't do podcasts longer than about 15 to 20 minutes. I just felt like the topic of uh, topics of homosexuality and um, lesbianism and um, uh, transsexualism, all these types of issues needed to be addressed. Uh, so I do apologize for those long um, but informative podcasts. Um, this week, I want to give a shout out to a listener who wrote me on February 24th. I'm not going to share the name. Uh, because this listener hasn't given me permission to do that. But here's here's what the listener wrote. Uh, I enjoy listening to your podcasts. Uh, how about talking about verbal abuse, how hurtful it can be, and sometimes what the consequences are. It is not pretty, but should be talked about. So I like that podcast idea. In fact, I liked it so much, I prayed about it and thought about it and decided to do this week's podcast on verbal abuse and healthy, unhealthy and healthy communication. And I just wanted to tell you as a counselor, um, I deal with this issue in a lot of folks that I deal with all the way from um, elementary school all the way up until adult age. You know, it seems like in any time we're, we're in any sort of relationship, um, people tend to be can be very unhealthy in their in their communication skills. Uh, they can be negative, negativistic, or uh, disrespectful um, and uh, hurtful, and sometimes downright just uh, emotionally, uh, psychologically, and verbally abusive. And so we'll talk about um, what that means, and then we'll also talk about what the Bible says about it, and uh, how we can learn to control our tongue, and how we can. Um, deal and interact with people who we love um, that are um, abusive in our lives and um, how we interact with people like that. Um, and then we'll also talk about some some resources you can find for free, you know, because I'm, I'm a big cheapskate and I'm all about free resources. So let's just jump right in. Um, and I could share with you tons of statistics on verbal abuse and emotional abuse, um, but um, I'm not going to bore you with that because Really, each and every one of you, the moment I talked about abuse, you already had a picture of somebody in your head um, who was or or is uh, abusive to you. And maybe that person is you. Maybe you're the abusive person and, and um, maybe you uh, maybe you get frustrated with yourself and, man, you, I lose my temper. I wish I didn't lose my temper. Or, or maybe you don't feel like you have a problem. Well, this talk this podcast is for you. I want to share with you um, personally. I used to be a very emotionally and verbal abusive, uh, verbally abusive individual. I was a very physically angry individual uh, when I was much younger, and uh, I have to uh, work really hard and let the Holy Spirit kind of help me to not to not be uh, to not be verbally abusive to the people that I love. Uh, it seems like sometimes we hurt the people that we love the, the most, the worst. Um, and um, I'm not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. I still say and do stupid stuff. I still apologize all the time. But uh, praise the Lord, I'm not uh, I'm not what I used to be. And uh, 
and uh, with God's help, I'm I'm going to be better and better and healthier and healthier. Uh, Proverbs, uh, the book of Proverbs in the Old Testament, uh, chapter 18, verse 21 says this: "The tongue can bring death or life. Those who talk to those who love to talk will reap the consequences." And uh, I absolutely love that that verse because I do agree that the tongue can bring death or life. You know, with the tongue we can we can praise and be kind and loving to people, but with the with that same tongue we can cut somebody down and just be negative and nasty and disrespectful. And I've actually seen I've actually seen people have uh, emotional and physical health problems because they have been verbally abused. Um, and so there is power for life and death in our tongues. So we need to be aware of those things uh, when we when we open our mouths to say something to somebody, not just the people we love, but really with anybody. Ephesians, Paul speaking to the Christians in the church in Ephesus in the New Testament says this in Ephesians 4.29. He says, don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. Another another uh, translation says, each word is a gift. And it's true. Your words are really gifts. Um, we need to understand and recognize that um, our words our words can really help or heal people. Uh, in fact, I'm a, I'm a counselor. Um, I use words all day long. I'm also a writer. Um, so our words can be used to help or heal people. Uh, James, the brother, half-brother of Jesus in the New Testament, said this about controlling the tongue. He said in James chapter 3, he said, Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church, for we should we who teach will be judged more strictly. Indeed, we all make many mistakes, for if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. You know, I used to um, I used to teach martial arts and I used to do martial arts, um, mostly karate. And um, I remember whenever we would grab somebody by the head, um, and um, whenever we would we would take somebody and we would control their head, where that head went, the body followed. <laughs> it was kind of amazing. And and you know where our tongue goes. Uh, our head goes and our body follows. And so we have to be really careful about what we say and how we say it. Listen, uh, James continues. He says, we can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in his mouth. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches, but a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness, corrupting your entire body. It can set your whole world on fire for it itself, for it is set on fire by hell itself. People can tame all kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and fish, but no one can tame the tongue. It is restless and evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, and sometimes it curses those who have been made in the image of God. And so blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble up with both fresh water and bitter water? Does a fig tree produce olives or a grapevine produce figs? No, and you can't draw fresh water from a salty spring. Wow, those are some deep, deep 
words written by Jesus' half-brother, who probably grew up being absolutely amazed that Jesus never said a mean or hateful or disrespectful word to him <laughs> or to anybody. Uh, Psalm uh, 143, verse 3, the author of Psalm 143, verse 3 says this, Take control of what I say, O Lord, and guard my lips. Take control of what I say, O Lord, and guard my lips. That is a prayer that I pray every single morning when I wake up because I have a loose tongue and I get myself in trouble and I hurt other people very, very quickly if I'm not careful and ask God to take control of what I say. So take control of what I say, O Lord, and guard my lips. That is how you can control your tongue. There is no other way for you to take control of your tongue than to ask God to help you, to, to empower you to do it. Because, you know, as a Christian, we have access to the Holy Spirit. Um, and we could talk all day long. I could talk to you about all sorts of uh, behavioral things, uh, tips that you can do to help you control your speech. But ultimately, if you're a Christian, you can ask God to help you take control of what you say. Take control of what I say, O oh Lord, and guard my lips. Now, here's something else that you can do. You can think before you speak. Yes, you can think before you speak. You know, in the Bible, uh, in the book of uh, in the in the book of James, it says each one should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. My mama used to always say, "God has given you two ears and one mouth, and you should listen twice as much as you talk." And I like that. I really like that. So, so how do you control your tongue? Number one, well, you first thing in the morning, you ask God to take control of what you say and to guard your lips. Um, number two, think before you speak. Think before you speak. Make the decision with the end in mind. Think, is what I'm going to say, is it going to be true? Is it going to be helpful? Is it going to be kind? Is it going to be loving? Is it going to be used to build somebody else up? And yes, you can give somebody constructive criticism. You can tell somebody the truth in a way that's kind and loving and respectful. You can treat other people the way you want to be treated. So how do you interact with someone who is being disrespectful? Uh, or verbally abusive to you. Here's the thing. If somebody is being like actively verbally disrespectful and they haven't lost their mind and haven't, haven't become violent, you can tell them, that, you can tell them, you know, hey, stop talking to me like that. Stop, stop being disrespectful. If you don't stop, I'm going to leave. So you physically remove yourself because God did not die for you, for you to be stepped on or walked on and be somebody's carpet. Again, now, <laughs> listen, <laughs> If, if if you're a mother or a father and you have a two-year-old, this is not what I'm talking about. Two-year-olds are two-year-olds. But if you're dealing with somebody who is past the age of, you know, nine or ten, uh, and they have the self-control to be able to control themselves, you can tell them how they're talking to you is not okay. You can let them know, listen, you need to be respectful to me. Um, you also need to be aware, though. A lot of physical abuse never starts as physical abuse. A lot of physical abuse begins as verbal or emotional abuse, and then it kind of ramps up. And people who are physically abusive to other people, get they get empowered, and they feel like 
they have the power to do that because the person who they're physically abusing hasn't stopped them when they were verbally abusing them. So when somebody begins to, to talk disrespectful to you, say something to them, be kind, be direct, tell them the truth. Stop talking to me disrespectfully. You need to lower your voice or I'm going to, I'm going to leave. Then sometimes that's the best thing to do is if you are in a situation where somebody is being verbally abusive to you, get away, put some physical space. There's nothing like physical space um, to give you some emotional um, distance and some, and some, um, some context and, and just, just to learn to think differently about these things. And if somebody is consistently verbally abusive to you, now I'm not talking about they're just upset. I'm talking about verbally abusive. They're, cur- they're cursing at you. They're calling you names. They're, they're saying mean, hateful things. Um, sometimes they may even be threatening to hurt you in some way or even kill you. You need to leave, period. Do not spend time with somebody like that. They could tell you all day long they love you, they care about you. They do not. If they did love you, they would not be speaking to you like that. I don't know how much clearer I can be. If you need help with this, you can go online. You can go online to a couple of different websites. You can go online to a wonderful website called womenshealth.gov forward slash relationships hyphen and hyphen safety. That's a good one. Loveisrespect.org is a good one too. Uh, that speaks about these issues. And I'm going to be posting all of these, all of these Bible verses and links uh, on the on the program notes. Don't ever let yourself be talked to disrespectfully or verbally abused. Our tongues are powerful, powerful things. They should only be used for help and hope and healing. Never, ever to be hateful, mean, or disrespectful to somebody. You know, I can think of no more wonderful free resource as a follow-up to a wonderful um, resource called Me and My Big Mouth. It's, It's a series of messages by a guy named Pastor Andy Stanley out of North Point Church in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, And again, I'm going to put that link at the bottom of the program notes. It's called Me and My Big Mouth. Um, And that is uh, a series of four messages with all sorts of wonderful resources where he dives in a a little more deeply about how, as Christians, we can learn to be respectful and kind and loving with how we speak to one another. There is power and life in our tongues, God died for you, which means you are to be treated. You are to be. You are to be treated with respect and dignity. And God died for you, which means you are to treat other people with the same love and forgiveness and grace that He has given you. Which means we are not as Christians to be verbally disrespectfully or abusive to others. Listen, I hope this information was helpful to you. Please write me and let me know uh, if you liked or didn't like this this information. Give me ideas for future podcasts. This is Omar Miranda with What's Your Problem? You can reach me at omarmiranda at comcast.net, O-M-A-R-M-I-R-A-N-D-A at comcast.net. Listen, like my mama always said, love Jesus with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Don't forget, he's always watching. Make good choices. See you next week. Bye-bye.